0: This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. And a quick disclaimer, this show, process, or service by trademark, trademark manufacturer, otherwise does not necessarily constitute an imply the endorsement of anyone that I employed by or favors them in representation. The views are expressed here in my show are my own expressed and do not necessarily state or reflect those of any employer. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Tim Staying in the Obvious. In the last episode, we talked about personal development of our people and how it's critically important to make sure that we develop our people. However, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our own personal accountability uh, in this as leaders, and we need to make sure that we develop ourselves. So this episode, we're going to talk about the importance of personal self-development. But before we get into this topic... This is episode 23 for the year, and I promised you 25 episodes, and we're going to deliver on that this year. So we got two more episodes uh, to go until we get uh, to 25 episodes, and I'm going to give you a little bit extra. I'm going to give you two other episodes uh, that we have interviews coming up, and I'm really excited about it. What I would like to ask of you real quick up front, and, and I'll ask you at the end, is if you get some value out of this, go ahead and share this episode with a couple other people that you think would like it. And if you're getting some value out of uh, out of their previous episodes or this episode, go ahead and hit that like icon or any other icon that lets you know that, hey, I like this, uh, and then follow if you haven't already followed. But let's go ahead and get right into the topic of personal self-development. So self-development... Uh, is critically important. And it has a wide variety of benefits for you, both in your personal life and in your professional life. And here are a couple of the advantages that we're going to talk about. So you're going to have improved self-awareness. And so self-development helps you understand your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, your beliefs. And when we say values, we're talking about really your core values and your core beliefs. And this helps you uh, frame the world, right? And helps you understand and take in the world. But if you don't understand how you do that, then you're limiting yourself because you always need to strive to find new ways in order to take in the world. And so self-awareness can lead to better decision making. Like you can tell people this this is the information I need in order to help me make better decisions to help you empower you to do what you need to do. Or maybe it'll help you have more authentic relationships because you fully understand how you are as a person. What you need to operate uh, and what you need in, in order to make decisions as well, uh, or what you need in order to really do anything. It helps you out with that. And and I'm reminded uh, by Sun Tzu in The Art of War, in, in one of the passages that he puts, is he talks about how it's important to know yourself and to know the enemy. And all too often, people focus on knowing the enemy. Well, I would say it all starts with self-awareness and knowing yourself. You've got to know what type of person you are down to your core in order to help lead people more effectively. And you got to learn on it because you change over time. You're going to be shaped by people that you come into contact with. You're going to be shaped by the books that you read, by the movies you watch or the documentaries that you watch or whatever it is that you're taking in around the world that helps shape you in your mindset. And you've got to be aware of that. So you've got to have an improved self-awareness mechanism. You know, Take some tests. And find out, uh, you know, what what type of person you are. Uh, how do you how do you understand new information? What types uh, What type of learner are you? What type of leader are you? What What do you need in order to make decisions? What do you not need in order to make decisions? Uh, or maybe you just need to feel things, and you need to kind of get a core gut feeling before you'll do anything. I've met leaders who will say, I I don't know. I'll know it when I feel when it's right. You know, it's like their gut decision. And I read a book about gut decisions, and basically it talks about you are shaped by your previous encounters and your own previous experiences. So you'll see a framework and a pattern that looks similar. And what people who use their gut feelings look and they take this mental mindset of what it looks like. They overlay it. This looked like this situation. So my gut's telling me if I apply this. solution, it should work out the same because it's pretty similar to this one, right? But unless you have improved self-awareness and you're constantly working on knowing yourself, you're never going to be able to help other people as effectively as you will if you develop yourself. Another byproduct of self-awareness and self-development is enhanced confidence, right? So as you achieve your personal goals, your confidence is naturally going to increase. You become more certain in your abilities and your capacity to handle challenges, right? So if you're working on self-awareness and self-improvement, if you know you're like, okay, I got to get up in the morning and I got to work out. I got to get my fitness goal in and I because that's what I need in order to thrive. And then after I work out, You know, I need to read and feed my mind and my soul. And if I'm not doing that, then the rest of my day is not going to go right. So you got to know that. And then you got to put that in. Well, as you do those things and you start putting in the things that you know that you need in order to be better, to be better for everybody else, your confidence level is going to increase. And then you're going to be able to handle more challenges that come your way. And by the way, if you haven't noticed this, but the more effective of a leader you become, the more challenges you're going to have to face and the harder the challenges get. And the demand on your body actually becomes greater. So if you're not working on physical fitness and mental fitness and ethical fitness as a daily regimen for you as a leader, then you're going to end up fizzling out at a higher level. So you need to work on yourself to increase your confidence. Then another byproduct is you're going to have better goal setting uh, abilities, right? So you're going to be able to look at what is it that you want to accomplish, right? So you're going to you're going to set these goals. Well, I want to read 52 books in a year. That's one book a week. That's really ambitious if you want to do that. Or you're going to say, you know what? I want to do a devotional every single day. That's attainable. You can do that every single day. And you're going to say, you know what? I want to lose X amount of pounds and gain X amount of uh, muscle mass and increase my strength in this. That's attainable. Or if you say, you know what? I want to be able to fit into this suit. Or I want to be able to fit into this dress. Those are all attainable. And as you're going after attaining your goals, then you're going to start knocking them out. You're going to start doing the things that you need to do in order to achieve them. And then you're going to find how you can achieve efficiencies along the way. And that just goes to increase your confidence as well, because you're you're going to start achieving things. And so no matter what it is in your life, that you're going to start setting better and more realistic goals for yourself, because your confidence is going to increase. And it's going to have like this ripple and waterfall effect of the more you work on yourself, the more confidence you're gonna have because the more goals you're gonna be knocking out. And then that's only going to lead to the next thing, which is which is increased resiliency. And I really think resiliency is overplayed in a lot of ways. You know, everyone talks about oh you need to be more resilient. You need to be more resilient. What's that really what does that really mean? Right? And in my world, this is what it means. How do you bounce back? from setbacks quickly and how do you handle it do you do you dwell on it for a long time because eventually you're going to fail it's inevitable we all fail you cannot be excellent at everything And anyone who is excellent at everything or says they're excellent at everything is lying they've encountered failures and setbacks uh just like everybody else the only difference is is that they have not given up and they continue to fight through it and that is increased resiliency right so how hard Do you keep working on things and you keep bouncing back from a setback? You try something and you go, you know what? That didn't work, but this might work. Let me try this. You know what? That didn't work, but let me try this. That's what resiliency is. And then another part of that is how you handle stress and how you handle adversity. And this also goes back to fitness in many ways. The more fit you put your body through, the more rigor you put your body through, through cardiovascular training and strength training, the more your body can handle other types of mental stress that gets put on you throughout the day. And you're going to be able to handle that stress better. And you're going to be able to handle conflict a lot better too, because you're going to feel more confident in yourself. You're going to be able to feel more energetic in yourself. You're going to know that, you know what, I can handle these things because I put in the work every day to become better every single day. They don't know what I know, so I'm going to be able to handle this, which then goes into how you handle your emotional intelligence, right? You're gonna have an enhanced emotional intelligence. And I would say some of us need to focus on this area a little bit more than others. Because all too often, people will come into your office and they'll give you some bad news. And then how often do people shoot the messenger in a figurative sense, right? Someone comes in to give you bad news and it sets you off and you just start yelling at them. Or have you witnessed that? I'm, I'm sure you have. And you're like, man, I am never going to talk to that guy. Well, why is that? It's because that person lacks emotional intelligence. So in personal development involves how do we lead people better by building better relationships and we effectively communicate and we show empathy with what is happening. So all too often what I will do is I will count to 10 before I say anything. So I may be in a bad mood about something completely unrelated. I'm working on somebody, someone comes in, knocks on my door I say hey what's going on come on in let's talk and they give me some bad news instead of initially reacting to the bad news because now i'm upset it's not that that person did anything wrong more most likely person delivering the message is just the bearer of bad news so instead of being reactive i have to think to myself okay how big of a problem is this and i count to 10 and i think big problem little problem how can we solve it? What's the best way through it? How could this person be? I'm sure they didn't want to come tell me the bad news because it is bad news. No one likes to be the bearer of bad news. So how can I empathize with this person and still effectively communicate how we can achieve the standard and get after it? And, and how can I further build this relationship from this one brief interaction that I have with this other person before I even talk and, and react? And by doing that, now I'm coming out of a place with where the information I am receiving and how I feel like I need to react to that, the reaction is more of a reflection of me than it is the information or the person or anything else. So if you encounter somebody who's very reactive like that, it's because they have poor emotional intelligence. They're reacting on their feelings and something on inside of them, and it has absolutely nothing to do with you. When you work on your personal self-development, Make sure that you're working on enhancing your emotional intelligence. And that will come naturally through increased resiliency because you'll be more confident. You'll set your goals better because you understand yourself better. And then as you work on yourself, and and I I highly believe that if you are a leader, you constantly need to be working on yourself because it is a great motivator you're going to find that you're going to be more motivated and enthusiastic about your own pursuits, whether they're personal or professional, than somebody else's. So you've got to constantly be working on yourself because you're going to see the improvement. You're going to see the immediate feedback on what you're doing. And it's going to have a positive result, which then goes into increased confidence, increased uh, emotional intelligence, and everything else that we talked about. So it's another great motivator. Uh, to work on yourself because you're going to want to do what you want to do versus what you're being told to do. Another great byproduct is you're going to have improved time management because you're going to learn to prioritize and manage your time uh, when it comes to what am I going to do that's going to lead to greater productivity and better work-life balance because I want to work on the things that I want to work on because you're motivated to do it because you see the positive impact it's going to have on your life personal and professional. There's going to be marry-ups on both, which is great. So you're going to find a way to squeeze it in. You're going to find a time to do it. Whether you wake up at five o'clock in the morning to get that workout in, to read, to you know help the you know get up in the morning, get the kids ready for school, get yourself ready for work, and then get out the door to do what you got to do. Then to come back in the evening to do the exact same thing in a re- reverse aspect. On whatever it is, you're going to find a time and a way to do it. And, you know, there's a great principle that talks this, which is the Parkinson uh, principle. So the Parkinson principle basically states that whatever time frame that you allot to do something, it's going to take that amount of time to do it. So, for instance, uh, let's say you're in college right now and you're going to study. You're like, you know, what? I'm going to study for 30 minutes. It's going to take you 30 minutes to study. If you're going to say, well, I'm going to study for two hours, it's going to take you two hours to study. If you're a teacher and you assign a homework assignment. You say it's due in two weeks, it's going to take that student two weeks to do that assignment, right? Now, if you're a leader and you look at one of your uh, direct reports and you say, you know what? I need this in two hours. Guess when you're going to get it? In two hours, because they're going to be motivated to find a way to get it done in that time that you've allotted for it. Same thing if you're like, hey, I need this in 15 minutes. They're probably going to tell you, I cannot complete this task in 15 minutes, but let me try. And then they're, they're going to go get it done in 15 minutes. So you can apply that principle to everything. Whatever time frame you allot a for something, that's how much it's, t- it's going to take to get it done. And you can you can try this out in many different ways. You're going to find out you will over allocate the time that you need to get something done. And it's going to take you longer to achieve all your goals. So I would recommend decrease the amount of time. Say you're going to do something for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, do it for that 15 to 20 minutes and get it done and get it done to a high quality and a high standard. And then you're going to have more time for everything else. Just a little, little tidbit and uh sidebar there. So another byproduct of you working on yourself and self-development is you're going to have better career advancement because you're going to have better skills. You're As you're working on yourself, other people are not working on themselves and you will have better skills, be better trained and get ahead. And it's just going to benefit your career. Whether it's leadership skills, your technical abilities, or your communication skills, these will all help you stand out in the workplace. I've noticed this myself, uh, just even with this podcast of even you know coming together and say, you know what, I want to do this podcast and I want to help raise awareness about leadership and give people the best tools to apply to their life to become better tomorrow than they are today. And in preparation for this, I have had an increase in my own knowledge, my increase in my own self-development, because I also put into practice what I research and learn and I tell you. And I would find it very hypocritical if I did not do that. So you work, ask anybody I work with, I implement everything that I talk about just because it's that important. And, and it's helped me out professionally and it's helped me out personally, too. I'm a way better communicator than I ever have been. Uh, in the past, because now I know what it takes to take a lot of information, condense it down to just a little bit of time without just rambling on and filling it in with white space. My technical abilities have gotten better because I figured out how to use multiple computer systems and algorithms and uh, you know, social media and everything else put together in a quick amount of time, because I don't have that much time, produce a quality package and send it out to you. So it's going to have a natural by- uh, byproduct on your career, right? And then you're going to have increased health and well-being. Because you're again, like we talked about, exercise, nutrition, self-management—all critically important for your physical and your mental health. It's gonna pay off. It just naturally will. When you know that you got to be better for yourself, so you can be better for other people, you're gonna see a huge difference in the way you tackle you tackle things and you approach things. It's just a natural byproduct. Okay. You're also gonna have the thing called being a lifelong learner, right? So self-development is a commitment to saying, I am going to learn new things all the time. And then you're going to start to be curious and you're going to have this urge and this willingness to learn and make more life more interesting and more fulfilling because you're learning new things. You're taking new things in and you're like, you know what? I learned this. I want to try this. Hey, I I learned this. I want to try this. Hey, you know what? I want to try this experiment. Let's try this experiment and see how it works out. And then you're going to learn new things. And as you learn new things, you're going to incorporate what works for you and what doesn't. You're going to have better self-awareness and you're going to be like, you know what? I know this is good for me. I'm going to keep doing this. And then ultimately you're going to be happier, right? You're going to be happier in life and you're going to have more fulfillment in whatever it is that you're doing because you're focusing on your values your passions and your goals and you're going to find a way that it all fits in to your professional life and it all is going to have a huge significant impact all too often people will point the finger and say oh this if only this person was better in this area then things would be better or if this person was better over here then things would be better How about if I am better, then my span of control is better? I think that's a much better attitude to take because you cannot control anybody else. You can influence them, but you really can only control yourself, your emotions, your mind, and your thoughts. And if you're not working on doing that, then you're doing the people that you're leading a disservice. And you need to make sure that you are worthy of leading your people every single day. And vice versa, they need to make sure that they're worthy of of serving with you. So it goes hand in hand. I just want to end with, it's not a one and done. You can't just read a book about self-improvement and say, okay, I'm good. You can't just write an article and say, okay, I'm good. You can't just listen to this podcast and say, okay, I'm good. You have to really internalize everything and make a commitment to this continuous journey of being better tomorrow than you are today. And you have to start with your goals and your objectives and where you eventually want to end up being, you know, what is it that you want to do and set the right conditions for those things to happen. I really hope that you got some value out of this and you had some really good tips that you can actually implement today. So I'm really interested in, uh, let me know what you do for self-development, uh, kind of what is your routine for continuous self-development on being better tomorrow than you are today? Um, you know, I've shared a couple of things that I do. I'm really interested in hearing what you have to do in order to get better. So, as always, thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it. Before we go, I would like to ask you again if you could please share this episode with one or two people who might like this topic. If you haven't followed or subscribed on the platform that you're listening to, please do that, and hit all the bells, the icons, on the whistles so that you know when another episode's coming out. If you got really good value from this... Please leave a review or comment so that other people who haven't found the show yet can find it through your comment, and it just helps us with the algorithm. Again, thanks for stopping by. I'm Tim Staten, in the obvious.